Good afternoon, Anchor Nation. This is your host, Aaron Rollins, coming at you again live on my podcast on Anchor called Southeast Third, live and ad-free as I am driving home from my classes. I got to do a quick uh, episode to uh, let y'all know what's going to happen here. Um, (laughs) My mom and dad, for the first time in years... In years are spending time with me and just me together. They are riding out to see me today. And when my mom told me that she was coming by, I'm like, wait a minute, dad's coming by. So your car ain't making it. I know that because you won't even go down the street to, to Brittany's house. That's in the same town as you. My town is a two hour drive away. So you ain't driving. So that means dad is picking you up. I didn't say all of that in the chat message because, you know, I'm not trying to um, bring up mom's car issues. <laughs> That's kind of insensitive. So, I, um, you know, I, I just said, That's going to be a good story. Mom and dad on a two hour car ride together. <laughs> because uh, in mom's uh, advancing age, she's uh, getting more and more crabby. <laughs> I want to say this. Uh, So recently, there's been some concern with my nephew. My nephew's a young man, um, 13. I think he's going to be 13 this year. He's playing football. And y'all know Texas football is rough. I mean, most of my listeners live in Texas. I say most. The majority of my listeners live in Texas. What am I saying? My listeners live in Texas. (laughs) Uh, I started messing that up because I saw the demographics on who listens to my podcast on Anchor on the analytics section and it's got people from other countries that listen to it like once or twice Um, I think uh, Ireland was on there which I thought was kind of neat anyway moving on um, the four or five people that listen to this podcast live in Texas okay you know that football is rough you know that it's uh, hard on young bodies, especially bodies that, you know, drink soda or eat junk food, which is most of America these days. Uh, that's just the, the culture we live in, man. That's a culture that has everything at your fingertips as long as your parents got money and work a regular job, you know. So they got they got access to all that crappy food that makes it more likely for you to get hurt because it's degrading your body rather than keeping it stable. I'm a prime example. Because when I was uh, 15 years old, I blew my knee out playing football, and I had to wear an immobilizer for like a month. And that injury wrecked my leg. It has never been the same since. I probably should have got surgery. School didn't want to do it. I wasn't a star athlete. I was also really young. They thought that it would heal on its own. No, it never healed. It never healed. When, when I had my injury, the personal trainer came. I, I don't know when he came, if it was the next day or a couple of days. Yeah, it was. So the injury happened on practice at the beginning of the week, either a Monday or Tuesday. And that trainer came in on either a Thursday or Friday. I remember that much. He came in after a couple of days. My injury was so bad that I had to physically straighten my foot to point straight because it was pointing out at a left angle because it was my left knee that was injured. It was like. You know how a duck kind of walks duck-footed where they're not pointing straight? Mine was completely out sideways. And the trainer noticed that. It's like, hey, you need to point your leg straight. And I was like, oh. And I had to pick my knee, my leg up and 
point it that way because without it, it was, wasn't working because of the type of damage I had. And when he was physically working on me and, and, you know, trying to assess what kind of injury I had, he was, uh, you know, moving my knee around and it was stiff because it was swole up from the, from the, uh, swelling, you know, from the injury. And that's the body's natural response to injuries, inflammation, which part of that is swelling. And I'm covering that in my anatomy and physiology class. I'm not going to talk about that right now. It's boring. So just know that my knee was freaking, there's a giant pocket. There's a giant pocket inside my knee because of the injury I had. And when he popped that pocket, a tear rolled out of my eye because there was so much relief from that pocket being popped, that pocket being popped. And it was either a pocket of fluid or a pocket of air. And since it's a joint, I think it was actually a pocket of air and because fluid doesn't go into joints, right? So unless there's an injury. Anyway, moving on. I've always been very conscientious about knee injuries. Like, you know, someone tells me that they had knee surgery. I kind of cringe a little bit because my knee injury hurt, man. This kid hit me running full speed on my blind side. I didn't see him coming. Lifted me off the ground. I fell and my knee was blown. You know, I'm lucky that my ACL wasn't ripped. But um, my my MCL was obliterated. What are the, what are the, what am I talking about there? My medial collateral ligament was shredded. And a piece of my ACL, my anterior cruciate ligament, was, was torn. But it wasn't, like, completely separated. So I was lucky there. But, man, that freaking knee injury hurt. They had to drag me off the field. And then the coaches tried to act like they didn't know I had an injury. It's like, bro, you gave me ice to put on my knee. You knew my knee was busted up. You wouldn't have given me ice if you didn't know my knee was injured. You wouldn't have had to drag me off the field if you knew I didn't wa- couldn't walk. Don't give me that crap. You know, my mom told me that. It's like, he didn't tell us. It's like, yeah, I did. I did. I, I told you as soon as we got out of practice. Like, coach, I can't stand on my leg. And, I mean, moving on. So, my nephew, what this is all about, my nephew um, has this little pocket on his knee. And, I mean, it's a bump. It's nothing major. It's not like it's a huge you know, tumor looking thing. And he's saying that he's got knee pain and his knee is hurting. And his coach is like, Hey, if I know your knee's hurting, but if you don't practice, we can't play you. And I told Logan, I was like, look, man, the chances of you getting injured in football are always high. They're always high. And you don't want to have an injury that messes with you for the rest of your life. Because by now I've had this knee injury more than half of my life. I really don't remember what it's like not to have this knee injury because that's so long ago. It's so it's 20 years ago. You know, by the time I got injured to the time I am now, that's that's more time has passed than, than at the time of that injury. I know this is getting confusing. 20 years I've lived with my knee being busted. I injured it at 15. So what does that mean? That's five more years of time than what the age I was at when I got hurt. All right, I made that clear. Okay, I cleared that up. Thanks for following along with that. So, you know, Logan's not even 15. And for him to have a knee injury, I'm like, hey, man, take care of that. Don't let those coaches or your parents or your family push you to play through an injury just because they don't think it's that bad. Get that crap checked out. And I told my sister, I was like, you can probably go to an emergency room and get, you know, a CT scan or an x-ray done, like, pretty fast. Or you can just schedule with your doctor. I don't know what kind of insurance you got. You know, that always plays a role. So y'all figure that out. And when you do, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. 
And lo and behold, Logan has fluid on his knee. And that is exactly what I said could have been the problem. It was either fluid or an abscess. If it's an abscess, it's got to be cut out. If it's fluid, it's probably got to be drained. Unless they can find a way for the fluid to dissolve and get back into circulation on its own. I don't know how they're going to do that. I don't know the technique to do it. But I am going to say I called that shit. Once again, I'm right about something that you know other people weren't fucking listening to me about. So... Hopefully, he gets on recovery and um, he can save his knee before he actually damages it. Having fluid on your knee isn't a huge deal. You have these little pockets called bursa on your knee that kind of cushion the bone so that you can kneel and, and be on your knees, whether you're working on a car, you're giving a blowjob, you're uh, cutting up drugs, whatever you're doing while you're kneeling, you have pockets in there to, to cushion they're called bursa, and bursitis is when those pockets become inflamed and irritated. Moving on. So, having fluid on your knee isn't huge. Now, letting that problem go on and on and on and on is. And when I found out that Logan's uh, little bump on his knee has been there for months, I was like, oh, yeah, that's not just uh, a, a recent injury. That's either fluid or a cyst. It's got to be one of those things. It can't be anything else. Um, I mean, unless he had a fucking tumor, which I doubt, you know, that, that wasn't the case. He didn't have a tumor. So moving on. Felt good to get that validation that what I said was correct. Felt good for that. So I'm at the house now. My mom and dad should be here soon. I just saw a yellow jacket fly into this bush that I was working on the other day. I was trimming the bush. We got this really tall bush that's outside of our uh, living room window. And I saw a yellow jacket flying there, and that freaking thing stung me the other day. But you know what? I am surprised that, you know, it hurt. Oh, it hurt like a mother when it freaking hit me the first time. Um, but after a while, the pain just went away, and I was like, eh, that's not so bad. It really just, like, it itched, and it was irritated as the day went on. But when that sucker stung me on my finger, I'm like, what the hell? What just got me? And then I had mentioned it to Jamie. She's like, oh, yeah, they were watching that goddamn bush. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know. I didn't see him. So, you know, one of them popped me while I was cutting down the, the edges there and I'm I'm glad because when I got that edge trimmer I had hired somebody to come out and help us take care of the grass while I was getting my lawnmower fixed. He came out and he gave me his edge trimmer. I'm glad that it popped me instead of him because I don't know if he was ever going to come back now. <laughs> Moving on from there. Um, so I talked about cheating on my freaking biology test. Well obviously I didn't cheat enough man. I got a terrible grade. I, I failed that bitch bad. And it's, it's kind of <laughs> discouraging knowing that the other kids in my class are actually making passing grades like a 70 or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? This is the first one. The next one will be easier. I'll be okay. Some of this stuff is easy for me to learn. But let me talk about that real quick. While I'm in biology lab, I'm paired with these 19-year-old kids. And we're trying to do EKGs. And I'm trying to explain things about EKGs that they don't know because they've never done EKGs before. So I mentioned something like waveform. And I'm trying to teach them about how when an EKG is attached to a body, when the body moves, the waveform moves with it. When you breathe and those leads move, your waveform starts to drift up. And then as it tries to correct, it drifts back down. And it's like the waves of the ocean, right? But we, when I was trying to explain that to them, they're looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I realized something. I realized something after the fact because I was on social media and I was listening. I was looking at something about um, how these professionals, these medical professionals that have all this experience and all this knowledge, they're, you know, talking to their kids 
and they're trying to tell their kids something and they're not believing or listening to them. But when their teacher says it, it's like, well, you're not the teacher. It's like, are, are you kidding? <laughs> and children, I get that. They don't know any different. And people that are 18 and older, I'm like, look, I understand I'm not the instructor here, but I've done literally thousands of these EKGs. I'm, I'm trying to tell you something about these and they're like, they're either not paying attention or they're second guessing me. Um, I'm, I'm literally sitting there at a computer going over the waveform, trying to select parts. And she's like, no, we're on the QRS. And I'm, that's where I'm at. Oh, okay. I'm right there. I'm at the QRS complex. I'm looking right at it. It's selected. It's highlighted. What's the confusion here? <laughs> and it's because they don't, they don't trust me. They think that I'm new like them or that, that my, my experience is not applicable because we're not using the same EKG technology. I'm like, I, I get that. It's that it's, it's different. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've, I've done this shit before. I, I know about atricular vent, uh, or atrial ventricular, uh, ventricular, blah, blah, blah. let me back up. I know about atrial distally and systole. I know about ventricular fibrillation and defibrillation. I, I know about a moment's type one and type two block. You know, these are things that I've had to see on a regular basis, but trying to talk to them about that, it's like, huh, what, what's happening? Oh my God. If you're not listening, that's fine. Shit, I won't waste my breath. That was, that was aggravating as fuck. These damn kids. Oh, there's a bird in the bush now. These damn kids. I'm trying to sit there and, and, and do this quickly and expeditiously, and they, they keep second-guessing me, and I'm like, what? What are you talking about? What? We, this is where we're at. Yeah, we're doing that. We, we, what's, the, what's the problem? Yes, yes, this is where we are. No, no, we're not there. We're here. This, this is what we're doing. Yeah, we're doing it right. We're doing it right. Okay, now, now what's going on? <laughs> there's a whole bunch of that happening. It's like, fuck, man, pay the fuck attention. Shit. We need to get through this. And I still, after working with those kids, they sent me a picture of some of the stuff, the data that they collected. Because as I'm working the computer, I can't write anything down. I'm still waiting for some of that data to be sent. Like, hey, man, I need to finish this form too. Y'all ain't sending the data. And I'm like, it, that was, you know, yesterday. What's happening? <laughs> you know, I'm being polite. I'm, I'm not being rude. I'm like, hey, is anybody going to send those pictures? I, I still need the data from that. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I'll send it later. And nobody says anything. I'm like, what the fuck? What did I do? What did I say? Please, let's let's problem solve this, all right? Because there's something wrong here. And I don't know what I did to make it wrong. <laughs> Shit. Am I, am I coming off as, a, as uppity and know-it-all? You know, just because there's something that I'm a subject matter expert on? Come on, man. Come, come me some slack. This is something I've done as a regular job. You know, if we cover... How, how would I put it? If we cover uh, femoral bleeds, I'll be able to teach you about that too because I've actually had to stop those. Right? I mean, that's not a problem, is it? That I've actually done this kind of shit? Fuck. <laughs> that was aggravating as hell. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be the teacher here. I'm just trying to give y'all inside information and make this simple. And it's like, no, they could, they could care less. I'm not the teacher, so they're not listening to what I fucking say. <laughs> Damn it, man. The good thing is I am actually getting something out of the lecture portion. This lab portion might not you know, be helping me all that much because we're using equipment that we don't actually use in hospitals or anywhere for that matter. This is all education stuff, um, you know, monitoring uh, P to R segments, R to R segments, P to P segments, you know, 
we don't do that with actual EKG machines. You do those in laboratories and in, and in schools. In the hospital, you're looking at um, QRS complexes. You're looking at the distance between P waves. You're looking at uh, ventricular fibrillation, if they're in V-fib. You're looking at, um, you know, atrial fibrillation. You're looking at all that stuff. Brady dysrhythmias, tachy dysrhythmias. You're, you're looking at what you can see right in front of you on just the waveform which is what I was trying to explain. <laughs> and none of them are like, well, no, we, we don't care. It's fuck, man. Why am I even bothering? Why am I bothering? Let's just get the data and let's just move on. And so we, we got as much done as we could, but fuck, man. Fuck, it's hard trying to deal with these kids that that don't, <laughs> that don't pay attention. Like every couple of minutes they're asking, what, what happened? What's going on? What are we doing? What, 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 what? <laughs> pay attention, fuck. Listen. Shit. Listen to what's being said. You know, and try to retain some of that. And like, don't get lost every couple of minutes because you're not fucking actually involved. Your brain is somewhere else. God damn. <laughs> Be present in the moment. Be present. Shit. I think that's kind of where, where I was struggling is like, you know, they're not keeping up. They're trying to just, they're, they're doing that face value learning where I'm hearing it right now, I'm repeating it right now, but in five minutes, I can't tell you what we talked about. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's not effective. Oh, that was that was tough. That was a tough day for me. But we're moving on from that now. We're going to do better on our grades. All my other classes are doing okay. The lab's a struggle, but that's to be expected. The lab was a struggle for me in the summer too. So um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I did get contacted about a job, so... Yay! Um, whether it's going to be sooner rather than later, I can't say. Um, what I can say is that when I told Jamie about you know this thing and, and how things are going to play out for me, she didn't like what I had to tell her, which was expected. I knew she was going to give me a negative response. And I, I tried to frame it in such a way that it was like, this is good for me. This is good for my state of mind. And it felt like that was a backseat to the life that she wants. And I'm like, you know what? This is just more evidence of why this, this can't work out. You know, you're more worried about progress and achieving those milestones you want, like marriage and kids and a family rather than, are we healthy? Are we, are we in a good place to have those things, right? You just want them. You don't, you don't want to work on the issues that you have. I'm trying to work on the issues I have. I'm in therapy. I'm getting medication. I'm, I'm getting strategies to help me cope with my anger issues and my other issues that I have. And I'm just not getting that from her. And I'm like, I, I can't live the next 50 years with you or 40 years or however long I make it. I can't live that life with you if we are not going to improve ourselves. And I, I don't mean by like physical and quanti qualitative, excuse me, qu quantitative, qualitative. You, you get what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not going to subject myself to the next half of my life with trying to pursue material gains. You know, I, I want to be happy. I I really want to be happy. I, I can't... I'm just saying this out loud for probably the first time in a very long time. I want to be happy. I, I don't want to have to stress all the time about, you know... Anyway, I'm starting to get emotional. So I'm going to go inside and uh, get ready for my mom and dad to show up. And hopefully not get stung by a freaking yellow jacket on the way. Because <laughs> I'm parked next to this freaking bush. Anyway, appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate y'all listening. Um, I'm not, you know, a doctor, 
okay? But I can give you some advice about injury and how to recover from them. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask. Until next time, thanks for tuning in live and ad-free at Southeast Third on Anchor. I'm Aaron Rollins. I've been your host. Please drink water. It's still hot out there. So long.